This episode is brought to you by Tidal. Tidal is a global music and entertainment platform that brings artists and fans together through unique music and content experiences. If your ears yearn for something better, it is hard to beat Tidal, streaming with its combo of lossless CD quality streams on its entire catalog and its worthy catalog of high resolution tracks. Tidal's premium and hi-fi tiers are what all diehard audiophiles need to get the most out of the truly high fidelity music from any music streaming service. If you are part of this distinguished category, you owe it to yourself to try out Tidal. As a thank you for listening to the Words with Wade podcast, you can start your 60-day free trial by using the code WADE60. And that's Wade with the number 60 on the Tidal app or their website, Tidal.com. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode one sixty. I, of course, am your host. Um, I go by many names. Uh, Wave Laws, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Quid Pro Quo, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Middle East Messiah, uh, World Breaker Wave. Um, my Wakandan name is Wade. Uh, I actually know about Worldwide Wade. Worldwide Wade, that's right. Uh, what else? Uh, Aloysius, Ike's son, uh, Sekou. Uh, it's me. This is the Wave 4. Wave Law. Uh, joining me as always, uh, she goes by a few names. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Scandler Davis. Uh, we got uh, Miss Harem. Uh, that's it. Okay. We'll more. I got my intro sweet too talker. long. The sweet talker. Damn. Oh. I'm scared yeah, I'm, I'm here, y'all. I'm here. And G goes by a couple names. I'm not going to say those I'm going to let you live. I go by one. I'm going to let you live. I'm going to let you live. I'll go by one. G is here, y'all. Shit. The rest uh, of the names were bestowed upon me. <laughs> <laughs> I only go by one. <laughs> uh, a lot has happened since the last show. A lot. Uh, this is actually for, by the time y'all hear this, uh, past our four-year anniversary. So, salute to us. Yeah. Uh, four years doing this thing. Uh, that we thought that we would take it this far. Was the biggie line that we thought the hip hop would take it this far? Yeah. yeah. So salute to, to everyone that's helped in this whole process from day one. Um, we are all major streaming platforms. The fact, because at one point we were, str- we were struggling to get on, and now we're everywhere. We have another one coming up too, and when, when that's official, I'll let y'all know, Uncarnation, but yeah, we're everywhere now. Yep. Y'all ain't even know it was this many streaming platforms so we got on them. Yeah, we just need to start getting them checks. So, um, Elliot, oh, <laughs> you gotta cut them checks. Uh, checks. C T C. Facts. Um, Elliot, hove Spotify. Hey, Spotify. Hey, Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Heard y'all got some money over there. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Heard y'all got some paper over there. Y'all know. Come um, on, holler. Come on, holler at me. You know. Come on, holler at us. Come on, holler at us. I promise I won't be screaming like other people. No Ooh. shots. No Ooh. shots, though. No Ooh. shots. 
You feeling some type of way. No shots. I'm just saying. You feeling some type of way. We'll get to that. I'm not even I'm not even mad, but I'm mad. You know what? That reminds me of that character from Rick and Morty when you just like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that should be a drop. For him with that one. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not mad, but I'm mad. And I'm that was a direct shot. That was a direct shot. That won't, I'm spraying in every direction. That's like I'm looking down the sights and I lined your ass up. <laughs> yeah, and we'll discuss that in a minute. And I'm not mad because I know people going, you know, you know how the internet goes. They're going to chop this up and make it sound like something, something. I'm not mad, but I'm mad. But we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we're gonna say why, why you tell him why you mad son tell him tell why you're mad, why you mad. <laughs> definitely I'm definitely I'm not mad but i'm mad but that's another story let's get to what um oh shit oh never mind. uh i got yeah, it yeah uh a lot a lot's going on let's get to what we like to do what we like to call the rundown the rundown rundown the rundown so this week the latest verses happened and it was, as y'all know, Brandy versus Monica. Um, New felt, Monica! <laughs> right? <laughs> felt like in the beginning, we talked about this on the show. Of course, we have to talk about every versus. I think we discussed every versus in things. Uh, I think um, everybody had Monica, except me. Hey, Brandy, how you doing? Sweet. Uh <laughs> Did you just really do the Royster Five now? I'm just he did the high Rihanna. Rihanna. High Brandy. Brandy, my boo, yo. I, you, I love, hey, listen, I love Monica. I think everybody loves Monica. But it takes a certain type of person to have an affinity for Brandy. Because Brandy is not, and I don't mean this in any insult to a Brandy. Brandy, Ray J, everybody listening, don't take this and take it the wrong way. Like, Brandy's not cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, hold on. <laughs> First of all, you can't give that disclaimer and then make that statement. <laughs> Listen, you ready? You ready? Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. But look, I'm not cool either. And I, I think the the versus show, Brandy's like the awkward sister. You know what I'm saying? Like the sister that everybody ignores because she's really, really high. But like, she's awkward. She says the wrong thing. She does things, and like, we're looking at her like, "Yo, what the fuck are you talking about?" But she really, genuinely is just just an awkward person. I got you. I got you. Know what I'm saying? But I think everybody likes Monica because Monica's from the hood. She's from Atlanta. You know what that is? I think the way you should have phrased that is, "Brandy's a little awkward." That that Brandy's not cool. <laughs> right. You mean she's socially awkward. She's very social. Very go. socially awkward. I'm, tell- socially I'm socially awkward. See, look, same way. I'm socially awkward. I say the wrong things all the time. So, <laughs> yeah, I know that's socially I mean, awkward. <laughs> you just basically but, uh, told her you're not a cool kid. <laughs> I mean, you, know what I mean? <laughs> you can't. That's like, you can't sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> You gave her the Forrest Gump. You gave her the Forrest Gump scene on the bus. Can't sit here. <laughs> Can't sit here. No, well, Brandy's my boo. Brandy's my boo. I have Brandy the whole Thank way. You, you just oh, pushed Brandy all the way to the back of the damn oh, bus. Why? I'm copping. Look, I'm copping. Please, I'm at the police store. Copping, please. 
right? I ran into the she hole. Just, <laughs> she wants to be down. She That's all. Wants to be down. That's all. I just you think, know. I think, um, I exactly. She's been sitting up in her room. She just want to be down. There you go. I think she was in her room for too long. That's the problem. She been in her room for too long. <laughs> she been in the same room for too damn long. Brandy, can't talk to some people. Ah. Besides, besides Ray J, what's up, Ray? You my homie. <laughs> no disrespect. Oh, no, but I think I think that's what showed. That's what this showed me is her personality. Like she's the awkward black girl, and I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm the awkward black guy, so it doesn't bother me. But. I think a lot of people were saying like she was throwing shade towards Monica. I, I don't. I didn't take it that way. It just she just was awkward. She just said the wrong thing. Like Randy, you're not supposed to say that. We all know people like that. I mean, y'all know me. I'm 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 literally that guy. So, I mean, I'm a little cool. Yeah, because because it was like literally a couple of times Monica just looked at her as like. Hold like on, did you just try to come for me? Yeah. This, did you just say, did you come for me a moment ago? Like, did like, you what, really? What did you say? Like, and, and Brandy was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I ain't mean it that way. I'm just saying." Like, what are you saying? I forgot. I forgot what the situation. I forgot what the situation was. <laughs> when they was like, "Well, see, now that's gonna get taken out of context, and it's gonna go viral and all yeah. that." <laughs> well, she was like, "You had to kick in my door." And I was like, "No, Brandy, I didn't kick in your yeah, door. Did that's, I you? that's exactly what it was. I know." <laughs> But, like, why would saying. you say that? <laughs> yeah, like, why would you say that? Like, what? That's, that's what I mean. It's just like, what made money. you give that description? Kick in my door, bitch. You said it like I owe you money. Like, <laughs> like you owe me some money or some shit. I'm kicking in doors and shit. Where did that come from? Right, just sure. just the awkward black girl. That's all. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing. Wrong. She's socially awkward. She's sat in the room all day. And then she only <laughs> she's sat in the room all day. She's only cool with raging. Like, oh you my know God. what I'm saying? Oh, shout out to. Ra- Real quick, shout out to Ray J. Because the behind the scenes of that nigga getting it in, like, that's yeah. how you support. That's how you support, yo. That is a fact. I don't care. Support me like Ray J supports Brand. That's what I'm that's, talking that's, about. Because he's everywhere all the time. Mind <laughs> you. That nigga was in. When they played Full Moon and they showed him, he was at the club, yo. He was, yeah. he was front row center at the concert with it. Boom. Yeah, you you can't you can't man you can't you can't so many people hate on Ray J and say Ray J's corny or whatever, but nah, that's the home man. He support his sister. He support his big sister. That boy love his sister. Damn it! That song was about him. That I want to be damn shit. That was about her brother. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, Stan. Did you did you just say Ray J is not cool in a roundabout way? Ray J's my guy, Is that yo. what just happened? Is that what just happened? I don't know. Oh, Ray J didn't put his he Ray J didn't put his personal life on reality TV. He he has done that. He has he has definitely he, done. You that. know he he's kind of you know Brandy hit somebody. Well, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a few things between the both of them. I think they're just, you know, they're really close brother and sister. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, they, they they family. They really close. I mean, I could see my my sister, we're close. We're not really. We don't talk like that. But we were close to like that at one point. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> just family. But we get off track like we always do. Uh, talk about the verses here. I, I personally, after like 10 songs, it was really hard for me to start scoring because like Monica would play a banger. Like, 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 Mon- I forgot Monica has so many smashes. Nope. But then 
Brandy, her catalog is different. It's not like smashes. It's just like the because she's like a great singer. Like you don't uh-huh. hear, you don't vocally hear that anymore. And like Brandy really sings. Yeah, and again, like I mentioned before, um, in the in the previous episode, like. Brandy just got bops too. Like she got, like she got up tempo joints, love songs. Yeah. Even her love songs still got grooves to them. Yeah. So it's just like it's like a low mid and a high with her catalog. Monica even admitted during the show most of her songs are love songs. Yeah. It's not too. It's not too many dance. Or, you know, feel good. Well, I'm not going to say feel good, but it's not too many, like, dance joints. Like, Monica got kind of like a Mary J catalog. Very much so. Like, it's it, it, it's a couple joints sprinkled here and there, you know, that give you that hateration you can step out on the floor to. But for the most part, Mary talking about love either being good or being fucked up. That's, that's the catalog. Facts. But the thing is, and before we get into like the actual breakdown of it, I thought this was awkward anyway. I know they have the history of Monica and Brandy, but just catalog wise, I, I was thinking like Monica and Keisha, Keisha Cole would be a better matchup. You know, I think yeah. so. Yeah, like yeah. they're. Did we say this? Did we? Did we compare who should? I feel like, like we did. I, I could swear we did. I don't know if we mentioned. That I know we was. Keisha. I know we was trying to match Keisha. I don't remember if we mentioned Monica with the match. Right, that's what I was but about I know to say. we were trying to match Monica Keisha. Brandy, though. Yeah, I just I feel like because you okay, Brandy has those quote like you said. She she has a, she has an extensive catalog. She has those those heartbreaker songs. She has Broken Hearted. I mean, that is a song. That is a bop. Yeah, Ooh, she's, she's got a few. Bro, no, she's that, got a few bop like you know. And then she hit you with top of the top of the world. Like, yeah. come on. Like, I think people forget how dope Brandy is. Yeah, and, the, and most of the time... When she pulled out Full Moon, I, w- I was all with it. Yeah, and most of the time, Brandy's when she puts an album out, most of the time, I haven't... The, what I've listened to recently, I wasn't really, really enthralled, honestly. But anything previously to that, anytime she has, like, an album, most of the time, you can... Pull a good five songs at least. That's gonna be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not skipping over too much when it comes to her music either. Maybe even more than that, especially her older shit. Her exactly. older shit. Most of her whole album was dope. Yeah, from the beginning to the end. It was one point where I saw on Twitter they was like she gonna play the whole full moon album. Like she, she played like five well. songs off the album. <laughs> yep. And, and that course, was a dope album. It was a class. It's a classic album to this day. And of course, she had to play the Machiavelli drop. And you know, when she played that, she had my vote all the way. When she That's said, why oh, I was boy. laughing. That's <laughs> why I was laughing. When she played that, I was like, this is my team. I can't argue with the side of the fence. Gave the whole background story that I met him. He did the drop. He knew who I was. 17 like Brandy, I just want to be. I was like, oh, she's just throwing shit in there. Oh, yeah. oh I you, you can't let's that's just like when Pac says your name, like, come on, man. You you can't. It's the, I don't want to say the Trump card, it's the it's the it's the big joke. Like, boom, like, what are you gonna do? Pop knew who I was. 
I won. Game over. It's like how many people can say that, huh? Exactly. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it, I mean, like I said, I'm just looking at the list, and I, normally I like to give y'all a score, incarnation of like, you know, what I thought the score was, but it just got so hard for me to score. I mean, I think at the end I had like 13 to eight or something crazy like that. But honestly, this is probably one of the closest verses I've ever watched because it could have really went either way. It just depended on your your personal style. Like Brandy, I saw a tweet that I thought was a really great tweet. Let me um pull this up if I didn't delete it. Knowing me, I probably did. But I think I reposted it anyway. Um, and it was funny, but it was, it was, um, it was accurate. The tweet... It's like some someone said Brandy makes beautiful girl black girls who grew up in their on their own room at back up. Someone said Brandy makes music for black girls who grew up with their own room. Monica fans sleep head to foot. <laughs> Monica what? Oh, wow. I'm sorry, can you repeat that, Monica? Monica what? makes music. basically Monica's catalog is for the people who sleep head to feet. Like who who they had to struggle. Brandy Brandy makes music for little black girls who grew up having like their own room. Yeah, like yeah. But that's this, crazy. That's it's, it's it's funny. It seems accurate. It but seems it accurate. accurate. It's, it's accurate. <laughs> it's accurate. And not even that's the head so to foot. Not the head to foot. Just hood. I say hood. Yeah. Hood. You know what I'm saying? And Brandy's catalog is a little like. I don't want to say suburban, but it is, it is. It's, it's right there. It's it is. in their neighborhood. In their neighborhood, everybody got a driveway. Yeah, yep. It is because when I listen to that Brandy album, it, man, we lived in the nice little neighborhood, the suburban Yorktown neighborhood, and boy, were we bumping that Brandy album. All of us could, we could relate. I'm sorry, unfortunately, it's true what they said. It's it's. <laughs> oh damn. Some shit that you shouldn't say. Yeah, some, hey, there you go. Some things you just Sometimes, say. You know what? Sometimes <laughs> it's okay to just fuck up. Hey, there you go. That is a life lesson. Sometimes that is a life lesson. That was one of those moments. They should have just left that one alone. But you know what to do? But the thing is, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Because I, I don't want to say I slept head to foot, but I definitely... I didn't get my own room till I had my own place. So <laughs> it's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I've had both experiences. I yeah. grew up I grew up with my own room, but when I went to go kick them with some of my homeboys and spent the night and shit, I had to sleep head to foot. So hey, I mean I've I got, done that. I like, yeah, I've done that like like family reunions, you know what I'm saying? When the family get together. Yeah. I was about to say definitely house. when I, you know, go at your cousin's. I was about to say when you at your cousin's house, <laughs> you that's go. how I end up being. Either that or you got the pallet on the floor. 1,000% had the pallet on the floor. 1,000%. So I, I definitely get it. It's not a bad thing. We're not knocking nobody slept head to foot. We're just saying that there is a distinct difference in those two. Um, and I think, I mean, as fucked up as a way to say that, I think that's, that's very accurate. Um, just this is a great versus. The ladies hit 1.2 million on Instagram alone. I, I've never seen those numbers on Instagram alone. Like normally, when the versus numbers come out the next day, it's like all together we did this and this and this. No, on IG alone, it was 1.2 million. So that's a wonderful thing. Support black women. Love it. I think it, it was, it, I think you could tell the, the awkwardness between them. I don't know if it was just because Brandy's awkward or there was a legit 
animosity between them. Which I think that that radiates through the screen. Like you'd be like, yeah, this they're they're what was the tweet I put? Like these are like two aunties that come together at Thanksgiving they don't like each other, but they just there because yeah. it's holidays. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's, they just they just being good for uh for mom. Yeah, for, yeah. For, for for yeah for grandma. Yeah, that's all. You you could see and like I said, I don't know if it's really beef or they just Randy's just awkward, just awkward as him. Well, I mean, from an interview that I saw with Monica, uh, you know, a couple of days or a week before it, where she even said that Brandy is like the best vocalist of, of that time of their generation. Um, they asked her uh, about their relationship and Monica said that they had never met or before doing The Boy Is Mine. That was the first time they ever met. And they, then the question was asked, well, you know, did y'all maintain a relationship with y'all friends after that? And it was like, no. It was like basically after the song came out, because we were arguing in the song, they automatic people automatically assumed that they had an issue with each other, and that was the, the how that how that situation happened. It was like it came into the media that they don't get along and all of that, and the media just spent that. It was like they never had a problem with each other because they never really had a relationship with each other. So, I think. I, like legit, that that was one of those situations where they did it for the culture. Like everybody wanted to see them together and go song for song. Yeah, it wasn't like oh we got beef or we're friends. It was like you know I know who she is. I know you know the other one was like I know who she is. We did a song together, but everybody just wanted us to go head to head. Like it's just a moment. I right, well fine. Fuck it. Let's use the platform. Because they they got the uh, the promotion and everything for the campaign joints that they running. Um, Ray J and threw something out there about them either doing another song together, doing a, or doing a tour together. Of course, Ray J gonna do that. Which I uh, and look, if they do a fucking tour together, that's just gonna fucking blow. You already seen the numbers that came out from that. Yeah, one thousand percent. They were saying then, that. Then Monica's about to drop a new album too. So yeah, she dropped. It, it was um, great all the way around. Yeah, that's that's the versus effect. Um, they said that um, they have 30 of the top 40 songs in Apple's top 40 right now between Brandy and Monica. Um, Brand and Monica played the new song she got with on um, Little Baby Trenches and the Rick Ross song she got. Um, I don't know. It's the ver- versus need to get more credit for what they're doing. Maybe they get a cut because it happens to everyone after you do a versus, and especially after you win the versus. All of your songs like, like streams go up tremendously, like shoot through the roof. I think it's reintroducing people to to people they to music they forgot. Cause I yeah. honestly forgot. I forgot about this song. I did too. Like the first night when it when she played that, like I forgot all about the song. That's, <laughs> you know, I forgot all about this song. Like, you know what I mean? Um, cause you know when you think of Monica, you think of songs like "Don't Take It Personal." Um, the joint, anything she got with Missy, yeah. you think of stuff like that. But some no, songs I was Monica. like, yo, yeah, some songs you just honestly forget about. It. Like, oh shit, Angel of Mine, I like, I forgot about. I'm not, I'm not the biggest um, R&B head in the world, but just some of these songs I just totally forgot about. No, you're absolutely correct because 
There are a lot of those songs that I forgot about. Yeah. So, kudos to the Versus um, staff, record label, the motherfucking crew. Um, they definitely, <laughs> they definitely need to have a Versus tour. I think that would be the awesome. I said before they need to have a passion champion. Just all the champions come back and battle each other to get the versus champion. I think that needs to happen. Yeah, they gotta have like a versus finals. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, we can have um, like that would be crazy. I can't even picture. I heard the new ver- the next versus. I heard the while ago, of course, going to be um, Keisha versus Ashanti. Yeah. But no official yeah, announcement that- has been made. Yeah, they it, apparently both of them agreed to it, but I guess they they trying to work on the scheduling or something behind the scenes or something like that. Don't quote me on that, but from what I've seen, both of them was with the shit. Yeah. Keisha issued the challenge. Keisha, uh, Keisha issued the challenge. Ashanti was like, "I." Right. Yeah, because Keisha from the Bay, so you know she know the vibes. And, and <laughs> I mean, y'all. Uncondition, y'all know me by now. You know who I'm going for, <laughs> and I love Ashanti. What's up, Ashanti? How you doing? Um, but but not that much. Town business, man. I, I can't go against it's it's requirement. He thinks, he thinks you're. He, he doesn't think you're cool either. He thinks you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wade is not sent in Ashanti. I love Ashanti. Like, I love Ashanti. I've always loved her. But you can't sit here. You can't sit here, Ashanti. Town business, Ashanti. Going back, Brandy. You got to understand town business. Town business, town business. But of course, we'll let y'all know what happens with the next verses. Um, like I said, I think this, this might have been the most competitive one. It was different from the Badu and Jill Scott because that felt genuine. And I hate to say that because we keep yeah. alluding to the whole beef between Monica and Brandy, but the Jill Scott and Eric Badu felt like love. They, they really liked each other. They really were mutual respect there. This was, right. like, this was like, pay me my check. Let me get out of here. Done with this. Um, but it was dope. I'm glad they did it, and I can't wait for the next one. I will say this. This, this is what pissed me off, because I, I left it early. After the joint hit, like, 1030, and they was just getting to a lot of the shit that I felt should have been played a little earlier. Yeah. And I'm like, we about to hit three hours, and y'all still ain't did the fucking boys, man, yet. I'm logging off. Yeah, they did it on purpose. I said, I know they did. So, and my my whole thing at that point, I was like, all right, if y'all are saving the boy is mine for the the grand finale, don't play the fucking song. Y'all need to perform it. That's how I felt because y'all, yeah, at that point they were semi singing and ad libbing. But they kept like pulling the mic away and then singing and it was just like, all right. So are y'all gonna perform or y'all gonna like? We we here for the show. Everybody here for the fucking show, yeah. and you got us here for three hours. Yeah, you got to do something with the boy is mine at the end because y'all didn't get it out the way and play it at the beginning, kind of like uh, how Jill and Erica did that. Right. They played the recorded version and they played the live version. Boom. We, that's out of the way. Now let's continue right. on. Y'all didn't play that at the beginning, so it has to be played at the end. If I'm going to sit through three hours of y'all being awkward, perform the fucking song. I need to see, I need to hear y'all vocals. 
because both of y'all can sing y'all ass off. Yeah, yeah. You hear the passion behind that? You hear the passion behind that? <laughs> Look, by about by here. about ten thirty. Jesus, by about ten thirty, ten forty-five. The boy is mine. I was hurt. I was hurt. I mean, it's a legit concern. It's a, it's a legit complaint. I mean, I hate when they do it on during the week like this. You know, they act like people don't have lives. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're gonna do you're gonna do a three hour versus on a Monday night. Like people have lives, people. But um, yeah, I, I really wish it was more like Jill Scott and um, Eric Badu. Well, and, not everybody can be like Jill Scott and Eric Badu. And uh, Brandy reading her poems every um five minutes yeah like i was about to say where the fuck did that come from like that was just yeah, random where, as fuck where did it come from so oh hold on no 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 look 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 so to disprove just the awkwardness shit mm-hmm. at the beginning when monica i mean not monica uh brandy said she got notes she got her journal and all of that Mm-hmm. Monica's response was, oh, shit, I need to be like you and write stuff down. Later on, Brandy made a comment that was, ba- that to me, it was just shot at Monica. Because oh, she was like, yeah, she said something about, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm trying to stay on track. People ain't got their notes and stuff like that. I was, nah, it, I just... it, it, it was something like that. It was just like, <laughs> that, it it. it there's no way that could just be awkward. That was a straight fucking shot in my nah, opinion. I just think, nah, I just, it was one of those things where she said it without thinking. I'm sticking up with Brandy, y'all see me? Um, I'm about to say, you trying. You I, really I, was trying. At, I was at the police store. I got all the police. I got all the police. Um, <laughs> listen, she's just awkward, man. She's socially awkward. And there's nothing wrong with that. She says things she's not supposed to say. Because she shouldn't have said that. But she said it. And there's that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad. Just she shouldn't have said. Um, but again, uh, I don't know where the poems came from. No idea. But Brandy, don't don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> we love you though. We love you though. Just don't do that. Yeah, we, we we don't want your poems. I mean, that's what gets you put in the back of the bus, Brandy. They're your poems, and we love you, but that wasn't the moment to share them. That's probably when she was writing the poem, sitting in the back of the bus. I'm probably sitting in the front of the bus behind the bus driver. She was probably writing when she was sitting there. Shit. I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. She's like, I'm going to ignore this bitch sitting next to me. I'm going to write in my journal. (laughs) <laughs> just just the concept like that, that that's socially awkward people do they find a way to fucking ignore your ass and that's what she was doing it, it goes back to that quote like hey brandy grew up in a, her own room in so her she, own she, fucking room she talked to her journal <laughs> she had no friends except her little brandy brother ray J. brandy was being dug funny <laughs> <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> brandy was being dug funny Look, the the millennials and for uncut is not gonna catch that. Not, no, <laughs> some people caught it. Some people caught it. Some people caught it. Some people definitely caught that. Oh man! Well, I did. 
Well, look, let's continue on with the rundown here. Shout out to Swiss and everybody over at that versus and let us know the next one. I keep saying they need a versus pre-show, like like the NBA or NFL, like before the actual match. Have to be able to just talk about it, like break it down. Well, they took a Brandy and Monica took an intermission. <laughs> yeah, I've never. Yeah, that's never happened before. Like it was like time. fuck going straight through. Yeah, I had <clears> time. <throat> that was that was crazy. But um, also what happened last weekend is uh, we had the MTV Video Music Awards, uh, and y'all know y'all know normally what we do here is we go through the categories and tell y'all who we think gonna win and who we think gonna lose and blah 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 and reasons. But honestly. Didn't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> None of us watched it. Nah, because it was it was when I read the list of winners, I, I knew what time it was. And when I and I know I can make y'all like, okay, wait, what are you talking about? It's the video music awards, right? Understand me. The video video music awards. And for best hip hop, they had the baby with Bop. For the nominees were the baby with Bop. Eminem and Juice World, Godzilla, Future versus featuring Drake, Life is Good, Roddy Rich, The Box, Travis Scott, Highest in the Room, and Meg Thee Stallion with Beyonce Savage. Let me tell y'all something, Uncanation. This is the Video Music Awards. Meg Thee Stallion and Beyonce won. There's no video for that song. <laughs> So how did they win a video musical <laughs> song that doesn't have a video? That says everything. That says everything. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uncut Nation, if y'all can right now, that's what I'm saying. Laughing. I have a straight fucking face. That should tell look, you something. I'm laughing because I can see Wade. If it look, if Uncut Nation could have seen Wade when he said that shit. Damn. Oh my God. <laughs> look, I could have sworn I had on 3D glasses. I thought that nigga was coming through the screen. <laughs> but damn, it tells you what type of the credence we have to this award show when the song that doesn't have a video. When is the video music award? Like, come on, man. Exactly. You just, you just want to get Megan an award, that's fine. I like Meg too. But shit, give her a song, give her an award for a song that has a video at least. If you're the video music award. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, other winners with the weekend, he won uh, for best R&B. Care about pop? I don't. I don't know why Doja Cat won Best New Artist, but whatever. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know what? Cause she I, needed a win. Uh. It it just shows you once again, like how out of touch they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy the weekend won a couple of awards for Blind and Lights. So that was my song. I actually wrote that song on the radio when I was at the Royal Radio Station. So I'm very happy that song won because I knew it was gonna be a hit when I first heard it. So I'm happy of that. But everything else was like, what are we doing here? Like, what what are we really? What are we doing? But hey, y'all can catch it on the replay wherever you catch updates for this type of shit. Uh, right. It, it it doesn't have any credence in the culture. Like I'm not happy about it. <laughs> like you just gotta understand that though. Like it doesn't have a video. There's no video. So it's fucking true though. 
how 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 would that how would that win? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no video for that. But let's continue on with the rundown here, and this is a um important role. Actually, in my head, I think in my head, let me um pay attention to listen. I'm going off memory. Uh, no, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Okay. So check this out. Um, Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. I don't know who she is. I never heard I didn't of Bella Thorne. I know she was her. Me either. To this whole thing happened. Um, for those who don't know Uncanation, Bella Thorne is apparently some um, attractive Caucasian lady. Uh, I'm not familiar with her work. I don't really care. I don't know if she's an actress or what. Um, but we reported a couple of shows ago that she made uh, what, $2 million. Was it a million or two million? I think, I think it was a million. a million dollars on OnlyFans um, in 24 hours. Um, apparently, the way she did it is she was charging people $200 for pictures for a nude, right? And people would well, say, hey. It was a, it was, no, no, no. It was a $200 pay-per-view video. And people were like, oh, hey, so, I want it. And but when they paid to view right. it, it was just a regular picture of her in like a bikini or something. Yeah. Um, but the so, way OnlyFans works is there's no refunds. So once you right. pay for it, that money's gone. Um, oh yeah, yeah it's, it's I. So for the people who's not following or is not really familiar with the demographic of OnlyFans. Yes, OnlyFans caters to professionals that want to uh, put their works and things on display for their core audience and, you know, they charge monthly for that access. However, the stigmata that goes along with OnlyFans is that it's nude. Anything on there is sexual that you're paying for. So when a celebrity uh, says they're starting an OnlyFans page is assumed that it's about to be some naughty sexual content that you can't see nowhere else and they dropping a whole bunch of exclusives. Mm -hmm. So that's just with their regular monthly posts that you subscribe to. Now, if they do a pay-per-view, that's something exclusive that you pay in addition to whatever your um, the monthly subscription is if you decide that you want access to either that video or photo or whatever it is so on top of the subscription amount that they had she sent out a two two hundred dollar pay-per-view video now anybody who knows anything about tv and that's from that era when you pay for something on pay-per-view it was some exclusive content that you can't get nowhere else. Right. That can only be seen if you pay for it. It's no way for anybody else to share it to you, pass it to you, nothing. It's like, look, if you don't pay for it, you don't get to see it. Right. That's the 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 mindset that went along with that. So as Wade said, she sent out the, the $200 pay-per-view joint, and it's just like a video of her in her bikini. Right. And once again, like when you get only, for it. Yeah, when you get OnlyFans, you can't get your money back. So you can't be like, hey, this is not what I wanted. Give me a refund. Nah, fam. Yeah. You pay you pay for this. The only thing you yeah, the only thing you can do is cancel and they just won't charge you next month. 
That's right. it. But once but, you pay for that joint, it's a wrap. Right. So I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um, she signed up for an account. She had five hundred. Oh, I'm sorry, fifty thousand followers, earning two million dollars within a week by charging two hundred dollars per photo. Um, okay, so it was two mil. Yeah, two million. Well, it's two million for the week. There's one million. Oh, okay. Twenty hours, two million for the week. Uh, but apparently, because of that, OnlyFans had set up some changes. That's not all. Uh, they they. Yeah, caps creators would like to say. Yeah, because it was like, again, going back to the stigmata with OnlyFans is that it's going to be something nude and something sexual. After she got all the bread mm-hmm. is when she announced, "I'm not doing nudes." Yeah, after she cashed, after she um, withdrew the money and cashed it. She said, "Yeah, I'm not. Um, these are not news." And I guess, I guess people, because that happens a lot, who will leak OnlyFans content. You know, somebody pays the money and then they leak it to whatever they want to leak it to, and it's out there, it's free. Um, and some creators, and I say creators because that's what they're doing. They're creators. They're creating content. Um, some creators were living off of OnlyFans. Um, in, in this article I'm reading on BBC.com, uh, one one lady here says she makes eight thousand a month in OnlyFans. You know, just posting pictures. Um, she gets tips from five hundred to two hundred dollars. This is people's way of life. You know, they they live off this stuff. Eight thousand dollars a month for posting pictures. That's a lot. Uh, but yeah, like, and the, the popularity of OnlyFans definitely went up during the pandemic. Like the, I mean, some of some of them refer to themselves as sex workers. Yeah, but you know, sex sex workers, creators, however they you know want to be classified, but a lot came about because of the pandemic, and they lost their job, and that was a good way for them to still get a good good amount of revenue. So, yes, yeah, some 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 people are just like literally, that's their thing. So yeah. she didn't came in, did that, caused OnlyFans to put caps and limits on certain things. Yeah, there's one person here that says they she makes, let me just make sure I get this right, because unfortunately I'm not well versed in OnlyFans, <laughs> but there's one person here that says she made, uh, she charges $40 for lingerie pictures, uh, $165 for topless photos, $200 for news and images. Like, pictures, man, pictures, just, just pictures. Making money off this. And I know a lot of people, um, a lot of, a lot of uh, popular people, content creators have made, have lived. You know, I know one girl that actually bought a house off her OnlyFans. She literally said, hey, OnlyFans money bought me this house. So, but what they, crazy. yeah, yeah. What they've done, what OnlyFans has done to combat this, is they've put a cap on what creators can make, what not make, what they can receive. Uh, and I want to make sure I get this right because I don't want to. Um, it's a thirty-day payout, so it's not. Before it was like, hey, if somebody paid money, then you would get a deposit to your account like immediately. 
But now it's 30 day payout. You have to wait 30 days to get your money, which which sounds like reasonable, right? You're like, okay, yeah, that's cool. Whatever, whatever. Um, the most someone can tip you is a hundred dollars. And when we say tip, just like anything else, you get a pizza, you tip the person or whatever, whatever. Um, these people were getting tips two hundred, three hundred dollars for pictures at a time. There was no cap on tip. A woman could post a picture or something, and I could tip her a thousand dollars if I wanted. That's just my business. Now the most you can tip is hundred dollars. Also, which I a, which I think is crazy. If OnlyFans is getting a percentage of their tips, you're limiting your own money. Yeah, yeah, because they're getting like twenty um, percent per post or whatever. I think that's how it broke down. And also they set it up to where the, the max they can post is uh, $50 max. So as I was saying earlier was um, Bella Thorne has she posted what $200 for pictures and most you can do now is $50. Um, it's really it's crippled a lot of people a lot of quote-unquote um, like I said sex workers a lot of creators content creators and they're looking for other outlets um, other um, ways to do this and of course Bella Thorne to her I guess she said discredit hasn't said a word uh, she, she did say she was doing this for research like um, research a role but um, and what's the role she never she never got, in, got into what she the role she, she got only fans for a role for a movie I guess yeah she's being in lingerie yeah she's, and what Never mind. I'm asking questions. I'm asking the wrong person these questions. Yeah, you asking me. I have no I'm idea. I'm so confused right now about why she thought that was a good idea. But, you know, at the same time, hey. I mean, and on one hand, you're like, hey, get, get it how you live. You know, if you can get money, get money, right? But on the other hand, look what you've done. You've crippled hundreds of thousands of people who are making a living off this just because you was greedy. So, like I said, I'm on one hand, I'm happy. Hey, get money, right? But people that were living life, and especially in this economy, the pandemic, where you can't go find a job or can't do these things, you can make eight thousand dollars a month from the comfort of your own home taking pictures. You've ruined that for yep. everyone. Like you've ruined it. Um. It's a crazy situation. I actually reach out to a couple of people I know that have OnlyFans. Uh, couldn't get anyone to um, gracefully speak about the subject. Um, as you can imagine, a lot of people are upset. Um, she's really, really, really yeah, gracefully, like how I put that. She's really, really fucked over a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, and I understand. I get it why they're mad. I get it why they're mad. But I will say, I did talk to one girl. She said she took her content off of OnlyFans went to another thing, I think like AVN or something. I forgot what she said it was. But it's other other services out there that do the same thing OnlyFans does. Just the cut is not as good. So I would say to all creators out there, hey, look for somewhere else. Or do it on your own. Just sell pictures and stuff. Like ultimately, ultimately, what that'll do is OnlyFans stock is going to go down, like your mm -hmm. popularity is going to go down, and all any of the other platforms have to do is do the right marketing to pull OnlyFans clients, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a wrap. OnlyFans will be in the toilet. 
it's, it's, it's sad because a lot of, like I said before, a lot of people work in the system, getting money, living, and one person came and fucked it up. But just go to somewhere else. I mean, I know I say it and it sounds so simple, like, because I don't have OnlyFans. I don't know shit about it. But don't let nothing stop your hustle. If, if you can't get money on this block, get money on another block. You know what I mean? Yeah. Money, the money's dried up here, go to another block and get money there. Why you think niggas used to go out of state? Exactly. But her, for her selling news was quote unquote news for $200 and they weren't new. I've seen people do this before. Like it happens all the time. Women, women on OnlyFans do that all the time, but just never to that amount. She was promoting like she was going to be naked and yeah. then end up being naked. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, hey, you want $200, you can unlock this picture for $200, and you think, hey, it's the new, and nah, it's just her in a bikini. And it's, it's um, we've heard, we talked about stories like this before. It was the one, the uh, Spanish chick that did this a month or so. Um, Rosie or something, Rosa or something, somebody. We talked about yeah. this on the show. So it happens, but not to this amount, yo. She really raped the system. And again, I can't be mad if you getting money we can get money at, but you fucked a lot of people over. You fucked a lot of people over. So, hope you're happy there, Bella Thorne. Because <laughs> you fucked a lot of people. You don't give a damn. She got her money. Yeah, she got her bread. She good. And she's not even attractive. Like, I'm looking at her like, she's not even cute. But that's just me, I guess. I have my teeth. Yeah. Okay, so she goes on the back of the bus with Brandy and Ashanti. <laughs> no, Shanti didn't belong in the back of the bus. I never agreed. I'm about to say, I never agreed to put a Shanti in the back of the bus. Yeah, Shanti's never in the back of the bus. <laughs> yeah, Shanti's, Shanti's. Listen, listen. Hi, Shanti. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, enough of that. Okay, it kind of pissed me off, but it's what it is. Uh, let's go to this. Okay. It's a complex issue and way too complex for all four the platform you're hearing it now, but I'm going to attempt to go into it because it's something that all podcasters should know about. Uh, Joe Button's issue with Spotify. Uh, a lot of you know that um, Joe has kind of um, inspired this podcast a lot. You know, we've been taken and borrowed as, as you should uh, from, from people that come before you. Uh, so I'm going to say this in the most non-biased way I can. And this is obvious. Y'all know what I'm biased. I tell y'all I'm biased. I'm being non-biased. I try to explain the best way I can. I'm strongly now information. I try to not use all the critical parts. But apparently, uh, Joe had an exclusive contract with Spotify uh, for a set amount of years. Uh, that contract is about to expire. Uh, Spotify is trying to negotiate with Joe on undisclosed numbers. Now, the number that's been thrown out can't, and I confirm this to be true or not, but the number that has been thrown out is Spotify wanting to give them $25 million, basically for a 360 deal, which means anything Joe does, anything Rocky does, anything Ball does, all of them the Spotify umbrella, $25 million. And um, Joe declined it. Joe was like, nah, no. That, that's the same deal y'all gave me two years ago. Things have changed. We got to renegotiate. Yep, I'd have declined that shit too. Yeah, he was like, you know, my value to what I brought to y'all platform is more than twenty five million. Like, 
you know, before the Joe Button podcast, y'all weren't in the business of podcasts. And now y'all one of the biggest biggest podcasts next to Apple, biggest podcast producers out there in the market ship. Um, so y'all need to give me more. On top of all that, they just gave Joe Rogan a hundred million for his podcast. Now, never count the other man money, but something tells me if I have the number one podcast on your platform and you bring in another podcast to offer him some, these numbers, and I should be expecting to get something like that as well. For you to give me not even half of that is insulting. So to that, I completely understand Joe, 1,000%. This, he said he got a what they call a standard podcast deal. This this is the argument I have with Joe because a couple of months ago, when Meg was having her issues with Carl Crawford, and they were giving her a standard artist deal, Joe was like, "Yeah, she take the deal. That's how it works. You know, that's the industry. Same deal I got. Blah 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 blah. But now all of a sudden, when the foot is on Joe's hand. He's like, nah, I don't want to stand deal. Treat me differently when, if I were on the content. Team. When the foot is on Joe's hand? You know what I meant. <laughs> <When the shoe laughs> I was rolling. I was rolling, baby. Let me roll. When the shoe is on Joe's foot, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a different story. And that's my only beef with it. Like, Joe, you got to be consistent. I think that's what a lot of people look at Joe like, okay, Joe. When it, when the situation was with Meg, he was like, she she got to get the same deal every every new artist get, no matter what she's brought to the table, no matter what she's done with her spotlight, no matter no matter what, she get the same deal you got when you were starting, same deal everybody gets. But now it's like, hey, Joe, you get the same deal everybody gets. You're like, nah, fuck that. I need more. I need my coin. Nah, you can't have it both ways, Joe. It makes you look bad. And this is me telling you, Joe. What's up, John Wade? How you doing? Uh, Everything else I agree with 1,000%. Like 1,000%. Now, I can't, I can't say if Spotify called me right now, hey, Spotify, and said, hey, wait, we went through $25 million for your podcast for two years. Uh, I can't say I would have the, what's the word, the testicular fortitude to say no to that. Good phrasing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't say I would be like, nah, I'm good. But that's me. That's me and my financial situation. Joe's rich. You know what I'm saying? I don't think y'all yeah. would let me say no to 25 million. If I came to y'all, hey, Spotify wants for 25 million. Y'all be like, nigga, you gonna take that money? I'm about to say, all right, so when the check come? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a different financial situation. So kudos to Joe for standing by his principles and his ground and saying, hey, look, this we need to know our worth. As podcasters, we need to understand when a streamer, when an artist streams a song for three minutes, he gets X amount of dollars. So podcasts, when we stream content for two hours, three hours, and we've done shows ourselves for that time frame, we should get X amount of dollars. So again, I, I commend Joe for his principles. I'm just saying it's a, it's a bit hypocritical for him to say that after his earlier rant with me. And again, I did that. There's more we can go into this, and there's details and numbers. We don't know the numbers. Spotify could have offered him fifty million, but if you give Joe Rogan a hundred million, my numbers need to be somewhere close to that. 
Because the only reason you're able to give Joe Rogan that means that I brought you here. You know what I'm saying? At least start with 80. <laughs> At least throw 80 on the table. At least give me 80 and some options. You need to give me some equity, some stock options. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need some ownership at this point. Exactly. Some control here. And you can't take everything. You can't give me a 360 deal. Like, that's not going to work. That's never going to be on nah. the table. We're not, we, uh, we not rolling that. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's never on the table. I'm never taking a 360 deal. Understand that. If Spotify ain't Spotify, y'all call me right now and say, hey, we want the podcast, the website, everything else you're doing. I'm like, yeah, uh, that's not going to happen because I'm going to get money some way. But there you go. I mean, like I said before, I understand Joe's point. I definitely do. It just sounds hypocritical for him to say it after the earlier rant and then for him, for Joe to be Joe. There's a trend here. You know what I mean? And at some point, when you start going through the same thing with everywhere you go, you have to look at the common denominator. And I, I'm scared this is the case of Joe being Joe. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get in your own way. What you say? Cut off your foot and spike your face or whatever? I don't know what you're saying. Nose. Nose. Cut off oh, your nose. Funny. What is with you in the feet? <laughs> I don't know shit. I don't know shit. Look, I'm, <laughs> I'm socially awkward. Look. <laughs> I'm in the back Hi. of the bus with Brandy. Hi, Brandy. <laughs> Hi, Brandy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I feel like Joe is doing that to himself. And I know his team. I'm not saying I know his team. We have six degrees of separation between me and Joe. We have mutual people in contact and, and contact with each other. So it's always awkward to see him um, do things like this. So I want to reach out to him like, hey, Joe, slow up. But you can go listen to me. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, You're just here to help. I'm just here to help. And sometimes you need that <laughs> other person to be like, yo, dog, slow down for a second. Slow down yep. for a second. But I think all podcasters should really pay attention to this argument because he's in the position that every podcaster wants to be in. In the position where you can turn down twenty five million because you know you're gonna make it somewhere else. You know you're gonna make it somewhere else. Because yep. as I said earlier, <laughs> Spotify, I can't turn it down. So you know, words with weight yeah. at gmail.com. Send 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 the paperwork. Send send the paperwork. Just saying. Send the paperwork. Send the paperwork. Send the paperwork. I mean send, send the paperwork. Title, unless you're going to send it first. Unless, <laughs> unless title going to send it first. You know, 25 million three ways sound good to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine just, with it. I'm, I'm just saying. With it. I am good with it. Scared you good with it? You good Sounds saying? good to me. Sounds great to me. So, salute to Joe for having more than I, principles. <laughs> but uh need that um give it like I said there's more there's more information about it and I encourage everyone to go listen to this podcast to get the full breakdown of it because I know of course I'm not giving the total breakdown because I'm not in the system and hey let's be honest I haven't listened to the full Joe podcast for months now nothing wrong with Joe just my own issues I'm crazy uh but one thing here before we get out of here is some behind the scenes shit. Yeah, it's some it's some perfect stuff. No beef, no beef. So don't please, please shade room. Please don't start because <laughs> you know they're like, wait, beast with Joe Buttons. I don't know, Joe. Relax. <laughs> I don't know, Joe. Relax. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just 
personal. Joe, you can hit me up though. Where's the way to keep it What they should do, and I said this before they started beefing, I think Joe and Charlemagne should start a podcast. Just my personal opinion. That would have been a great replacement for Everyday Struggle. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense in the culture. I just think they, them two are, are like oil and water at this point. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Joe had described They need a it. medium. Yeah. yeah, I think Joe described it on one, one clip where he said they're like Magneto and Professor X. <laughs> you, know, they're yeah. going, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're opposite sides. They think they're opposite so sides. So hold on, in that equation, in that, in that metaphor, who the fuck would be Professor X? Because both of them motherfuckers is aggressive as hell. That's with what I mean. That's what I mean. So uh, that's what Joe. I seen the clip on Instagram. Like that's what Joe said. They're Magneto and Professor X. They they see themselves as two sides of the same coin. I don't. I don't think they are, <laughs> but that's what they see themselves as. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. So I encourage all podcasters, if you're listening to this podcast, go check out Joe's podcast. Check, just check out that episode on Why They Lean in Spotify. It's very um, enlightening, a lot of information, and makes you want to make sure you get your shit together when Spotify comes calling, and they will come calling. You get your paper right. Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and go to what's streaming, and we'll come back to the, the next thing. We'll gotcha. That. All right. So we got Ty Ferris and Royals. The Road of a Warrior, Protege in Search of Lost Time, Capadonna, uh, Show Me the Money, AD, Julio Knight, Nines, Crab in the Bucket, YG for the Fans, Saigon 777, The Resurrection, Skip Molly, Higher Place, Audio Push, No Rest for the Blessed Two. Uh, Tony Braxton, spell my name. I had to throw that in there. I want to see if Tony still got it. She looked good on the cover. She does. Um, Jaden, CTV3, right. Cool Tape, Volume 3. Um, YG for the ladies. DJ Chosen One and Griselda, the tape. And some I'm really looking forward to. The Locks. The Locks, yeah. Living off experience. The fathers of the gun rap that I like. Brazil and the locks, I'm good for the week. That's all I need, boys. <laughs> Brazil and the locks, I'm That's good. <laughs> there you go. I'm about to kill somebody. I'm about to catch a body. <laughs> I'm about to catch a body. That's all right. <laughs> Yo, they did that. They did that interview. Um, I want to say it was Case Slay. I think, I know you do talk, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They did an interview and there was somebody called in was like, yo, I caught a dude was like, yeah, I caught a body to your last joint. I'm catching a body to this joint too. And they was like, no, 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 don't do that, brother. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't say that on the air. Dude called in was like, yeah, I caught a body to your last joint. <laughs> what? I love it though. I love the shit. <laughs> so, so. Special gun music. We need that. We need that murder music. We need that in our life. I was just telling Scan before the show, that music puts you in a good vibe, man. You need that, that shoot him in the head, shoot him in the face type music, you know? Yep, Tell that shoot him up, bang, bang, pow, pow music. You need that shit. It, it, <laughs> Not the, the pow, pow. The pow, pow music. <laughs> you need that in your life. Yeah, yeah, I kind of needed that motivation there. I needed that little extra push in the ass when I was working today. I don't know what it was about. You know, the beat was just bumping, and my head was just bopping. I was just like, all right, I hear you. Get him, killer. Okay. <laughs> See? I feel you, son. 
I'm working. <laughs> she said, "Are you guys ready? You got money, son. Water, bitch." <laughs> I was like, "Real hard for Hell yeah, yeah, is stupid. Yeah, you need that sometimes. I'm telling you that shit when you hear some somebody say pow pow that shit. Hey, yeah, nigga, hey, pow pow. Hey, 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 hey. They I'm ready. It, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> and then the oddest um, segue we have on the show, Scan, what do you have for the vibe of the week? <laughs> well, it should be some real mellow shit. Right? That's what I said, right? <laughs> no, it's not. You know, after, after you catch the body and dump it, go wash your hands and get rid of your clothes. You know, you sit down, smoke, and you need the vibe to like, calm your adrenaline. Look, we just went into this whole school about how dope sometimes it looks with shoot 'em up bang bang pow music. Hey, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm about to give y'all something that's not really shoot 'em up bang bang pow pow, but you know, it's got a nice little bounce to it. It's definitely not, you know, that type of shit. But the name of the song is Buff Baby. It's by our guy Toby. Lou. I think that's how you <laughs> pronounce it. What I think it's Toby Lou. I think that's how you pronounce it. Toby Lou, but, but definitely the name of the song is Buff Baby. All right. uh, from my understanding, from what my daughter has explained to me, this song is also a, also a spinoff, um, or at least a cartoon version of the video for this song is a spinoff from the show Adventure Time on TV that comes on Cartoon Network. Okay, so gotcha. Familiar with I know about Adventure Time. Yeah, so that kind of explains why his video to this song looks the way it looks. If you gotcha. go Adventure Time, you'll see uh, how, where they got the cartoon and all. Okay, okay, definitely. All right, so let's check it out. Here's Toby Lou with Buff Baby. Enjoy. Spin that shit, wait. Like a man. Not the yams, yams, yams. It's a dance. Yes. I'm a buff baby, but I dance like a man. Like she a nice lady and she shaking the yams Spent the whole summer trapping out the sedan Marching with the bands cause I think that I can uh. I'm a lover, not a fighter, but I'll never let you play for me Put my heart about a while ago, baby got the best of me Mama told me, buddy ho, get that dough, that's the remedy now I'm smoking all my veggies and I'm counting on my salary. Yeah. Same pants every day, like these were my only jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Taking shot after shot, like I'm trying to win the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Chill, my name to Kobe. Bitch, I'm Kobe Lou. Who are you? But I dance like a man She a nice lady and she shaking her yams Spent the whole summer trapping out the sedan Marching with the bands cause I think that I can I'm a buff baby but I dance like a man She a nice lady and she shaking her yams Spent the whole summer trapping out the sedan Marching with the bands cause I think that I can Yeah I'm a lover, not a powder, but I never let you bless on me Whoa, my bitch smell good and my whip stank like potpourri Yo, bags on me like I'm doing groceries Whoa, whoa, baby don't 
check it out like you said it was um adventure time inspired so if you're familiar with adventure time go check that out um you'll probably get a kick out of that uh now before we get out of here we'd be remiss remiss that's the word if you did not mention uh friday that just passed you know we record this podcast normally on sundays or mondays or whenever we get around it we're gonna stick with that that's our story we're sticking to it um right uh, we had to endure the passing of, uh, we got news that Chadwick Bozeman um, had passed away due to colon cancer. Um, we got that news Friday. Uh, Chadwick Bozeman, best known for his portrayal of um, T'Challa in The Black Panther. Um, but he also did several other movies. And I know, uh, especially for this podcast, where you know, we comic books and talk about comic books all the time, but want to respect his star, uh, he was in uh, Gods of War, he was in Marshall, Gods of War, Gods of Egypt, uh, Marshall, uh, 21 Bridges, The Five Bloods, uh, 42, where he played uh, Jackie Robinson. Um, he had a, a, a long, um, I don't want to say a discography, but he had a long catalog of films, um, but of course best known for his portrayal of T'Challa, which is odd because T'Challa is a fictional character. We best associate him with that role. Uh, the crazy thing about it is he was diagnosed with um, colon cancer in 2016. And since 2016, he's been in a lot of shit. Nine movies. He's been in nine movies since 2016. Um, his whole Marvel run was, in two th- was from his diagnosis to, to his unfortunate passing. Um, what what it says to me, and and I've seen this one on online a couple of times. You never know the strength of somebody until they're not here anymore. Um, yep. Like just just uh, tremendous. Like to to go through those things and still give you this content, this this catalog of films, as I said before. Um, I've seen tributes online to him, and I'm not gonna say anything that hasn't already been said before. I kind of cringe when I see um, white people talk about how much he meant to the black community. I'm like, what do you know? Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah it, it trips me out when I see uh, those people like, oh, he meant so much to the black people. Like, what, what are you talking about? 
you don't know shit. I would, I would appreciate you just didn't say anything. Uh, but I think this is one of those rare times where black people, and I hate to say it that way, we can share a loss with comic book people because to us, Black Panther was more than just a movie. It was a cultural movement. I mean, right now there is a petition to, uh, what is it, 17,000 signatures to have a statue built in South Carolina where he was from. Uh, to replace Chad a Confederate statue. Chadwick Boseman meant a lot to a lot of people in a short time uh, for him to pass at such a young age at, uh, unfortunately, cancer. And the fact that no one knew. Um, he knew for four years and no one outside his family, his immediate circle, knew yeah. or told. So I think that's, that's commendable, man. Exactly. Um, that level of loyalty and understanding is just... Like, even even when he was getting ridiculed and talked about for in the last couple of years about losing weight, you know, he never said anything. Most of the time he would say it was for a role. And yeah. people, and you know, the just the, the comments that were made, a lot of people now, you know, feel bad, feel guilty about it because we were literally watching him pass away. Yeah. yeah. Man, um, it's just really sad. I, I think for me on a personal level, like, because um, he was so young, um, and he, he, did, he did, I mean, T'Challa, and all his roles spoke to me, but of course, I'm a comic book fan. Of course, Black Panther was, you know, the representation that you've seen, you know, for the story you see, that representation matters, and for Black kids to grow up, and uh, Black adults, let's be honest, grow up and see themselves in a character, to see what we aspire to be an African king, and his family, and, and all these wonderful things he represented, and he carried himself in such a... Uh, uh, a regal fashion, you know, all right. the stories I hear from him, from people that were involved in the movie with him, like, yo, he, he really was T'Challa, like, he was, he was Black Panther, that was him, even outside yeah. of the suit, that was him, so. It just, the whole situation brings to mind a Robin Williams quote for me, um, where he said, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about, be kind, always. Very true. Very true. And I, I don't know, when I first saw those pictures of him that he lost weight, um, I didn't say anything about that, but I know the pictures, like, I, I know it's distinctly the pictures he was at the All-Star game. Right. And I think we talked about it on the show when it was like, um, they announced him, like, yeah, from Wakanda. And you could see in his face, like, yo, I'm sick of this shit. But I think now I look back on it, it's like, maybe it was something else. You know what I mean? Because, like, when they had the celebrities there, they was like, and from Wakanda, he was like, man, really? <laughs> but maybe he was something maybe he was just like I'm tired, yo. I'm just tired. Yeah. That's that's sometimes that just be it. It's just like you ain't got the energy. You got and good then, and bad days. Yeah. And then I read today that there was an article that he be, he believed he was gonna, you know, recover. It wasn't until, you know, a few days before he passed where he accepted like this was gonna happen. He thought he would be around for Black Panther too. So and that's supposed to start shooting like next year. And I know there's that's, that's gonna be hard to do. Yeah, it's gonna be a bunch of questions about that. And we'll leave that for another place because they haven't, let's be honest, they haven't even buried him yet. So let's have some respect for you know him and his legacy and his family. True. Uh, there's a bunch of discussions going on online. You can find those online. I'm not gonna entertain any of that right now. 
I just want to say, you know, rest in peace to, to Chadwick. I pray for his family, pray for his friends, his fans. Um, I, I actually um, tweeted Marvel. I think a fitting tribute for Marvel would be forever, whenever they draw Black Panther, draw him as Chadwick Boseman. You know what I mean? Like, make him permanently look like Chad. That's, that's who he is. That's, that's who he is, yeah. I don't, I don't think, even if they recast it or whatever, there will never be an, another Black Panther, you know? It's like, it's kind of like as an old head, you know, when we look at Batman, we think Michael Keaton. Or right. Superman, you think Christopher Reeves. Right. Even if you recast T'Challa as someone else, we're going to always think that's Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, I wanted to end the show with uh, a song from the soundtrack, uh, the Kendrick and Sizzler, All the Stars. And uh, we will catch y'all next week. Um, rest in power, King T'Challa, to his family. Um, rest in power to King Chadwick. It's tough, man, but life goes on, and he's with the ancestors now. That's what they say, you know. Definitely. And, and the quote is, "What uh, in, in Civil War, um, for our culture, death is not the end; it's more so, as a stepping point." Yeah. So he's a stepping point for him, and we will see him again with the ancestors, and it will be beautiful. Let's go into this. Oh, my mama, that's the realest shit. Yeah, let's talk about that.